Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That's a Hard No is brought to you by Clever Girl Marketing, my full-service agency specializing in smart, strategic marketing solutions for businesses and nonprofits. Okay, so you're probably wondering, Heather, what's with the podcast about boundaries? Why not marketing? Well, maybe in the future, but for now, it actually does relate. So bear with me here. Smart marketing, strategic marketing, requires knowing what to say no to and why. Businesses and nonprofits get inundated with marketing options and offers every day. We help you cut through all that noise, focus on your specific needs, and develop actionable strategies that are doable and actually make sense. Whether it's websites, SEO, email, social, or traditional channels, we're experienced in all of it. So if you need help figuring out your marketing, visit our website, clevergrowmarketing.com, and get in touch. Welcome to That's a Hard No, the podcast about saying no and setting boundaries so you can become the authentic and empowered you that this world needs. Before we start, a quick reminder. While I am a licensed professional clinical counselor, this podcast is in no way a replacement for one-on-one therapy with a mental health professional. If you notice the content in this podcast triggers some big feelings, visit our website, hardnotepodcast.com for mental health resources and other helpful links. In season two of That's a Hard No, we're making it a priority to dig deeper into the process of finding and utilizing the help you may need. We want to take the time to discuss with our in-house expert, Sarah Saunders, what to expect from therapy and all of its intricacies. Sarah, I'm really excited about this specific topic in terms of mental health support. I think this can often come with a certain stigma that people assume your relationship is doomed to fail uh, if you go to a couples therapist, but this kind of therapy can really um, support a relationship, help two people who love each other communicate better. Um, When couples are looking for that professional help or that extra guidance, how do they go about finding it? Heather, you bring up such a good point that there is definitely a stigma around this. Mm -hmm. And I would really like to normalize and Mm -hmm. share from my own experience with couples that I work with that your relationship does not have to be failing. It is not failing if you seek couples therapy. There are couples that I work with that seek therapy, couples therapy before they even get married, recently engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
There are a lot of people that come in based on, you know, different seasons that they're trying to navigate. Some people, and I'm just going to kind of, these are like themes of people that come through my office. There's, you know, conflict and communication issues. I mean, I don't know if you can relate to this, Heather, but it's almost like you're spinning on this hamster wheel of you're having the exact same. Oh, no, my marriage is perfect. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) 26 years later. Right, right. <laughs> Why is he still doing that? Yes, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I mean, we all, yeah. all relationships have yeah. those triggers, you know? Exactly. So you feel like people that come to me, you know, they feel like they're having the same argument over and over. Mm-hmm. Sometimes one partner or another is feeling emotionally shut down or ignored in the relationship. Parenting styles, that can really play a big factor. Mm-hmm. Understanding family dynamics, generational patterns, how each person mm-hmm. grew up and how that's then impacting their parenting. Disagreements regarding roles in the family. I think society places a lot of these expectations of, you know, what the husband should be doing or what the wife should be doing. And mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. when you start to recognize that's not what we want, mm-hmm. um, being able to, to have a sounding board to talk through and process through some of that intimacy issues, I do see some of that. However, if you are experiencing deeper intimacy issues, there are um, sex therapists that actually specialize in that. I don't work in that realm. Right. I've also had the theme of kind of like falling out of love. Um, Growing apart. Exactly. Exactly. And so big milestones in marriages. Um, One of the things that I like to say to couples is that imagining as though the number of years that they've been together, whether it's married or dating, think of that as the age, the chronological age of a child. And it really allows you to give yourself more grace. So if Mm -hmm. you just celebrated, you know, Mm your um, fifth wedding anniversary. Oh my goodness, it's like your marriage is going to kindergarten, right? And so so you're not supposed to be experts. And so to be able to just talk to someone about about that to process through, mm-hmm. wanting to better understand each other and how you both connect and what you can do to really enhance your relationship. I'll be really honest with you. John and I have checked in with counselors over the years. I mean, we've been married 26 years now Mm -hmm. um, and together for like four or five years before that. So we've been together. We would have a Mm (laughs) 30-year-old at this point. And, and, um, you know, I grew up in a home with no example of marriage at all. And he grew up in a completely traditional <laughs> nuclear mom and dad, you know, family with siblings. I grew up as an only child of a single mom with a grandma. So like completely different. So we both went into this thing with different expectations. And sometimes we just needed almost like a translator yeah. to like help us understand each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's proven to be very helpful. And in my opinion, as long as you're willing to put work in on your mm-hmm. relationship, you know, it's not doomed. So to me, it's just another tool in the toolbox. Absolutely. And yeah, and I appreciate you sharing that. One thing that I just wanted to throw out there in terms of marriage counseling, relationship counseling, or couples therapy, they're all interchangeable. Oh, it's all the same? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
One thing that I want to make sure that is emphasized is that to ensure a therapist is qualified to provide either that marriage counseling, relationship counseling, or couples therapy, mm-hmm. it's really imperative that they have the adequate training. And so looking for someone with a background, so MFT, which is a marriage and family therapist. The Gottman Method is another training that provides that relational work Mm -hmm. as well as emotionally focused couples therapy. So if you are seeking couples therapy, and this is one thing that's a little bit unsettling to me, I just read an article that stated that 80% of therapists offering couples counseling are actually not trained to provide couples work. And that can be extremely damaging to the couple. And so if you do... Right. You know, do a Google search or whatever it is, some of the things that I would really encourage you to keep in mind is their training. So Mm -hmm. are they trained in marriage and family therapy, that Gottman method, emotionally focused coupled therapy? You can even ask if they're familiar with those theories Mm -hmm. and if they hold any credentialing in those models. Mm -hmm. So keep in mind that there are very skilled couples therapists who do have a great deal of training. However, Mm -hmm. some models do not currently offer certifications. So you may not see that. So can I interrupt you for a second? So like we have a link to psychology today. So like, let's say someone looked someone up in there, right? Would they have like MFT next to their name or would that just be further down as far as like education or training or where would they find that? Both. Okay. Like I had mentioned, some of them are credentials, so it will Mm -hmm. come after their name. Got it. However, some people, they have the training, but there may not be a certification or something of that sort. Mm -hmm. So to really read that bio, there's actually a really a list of well-respected directories that we will link to the show notes. Okay, great. But there's the National Registry of Marriage Friendly Therapists, the Gottman Institute Referral Directory, and then the American Association of Marriage and Family Therapy, double AMFT Therapist Locator Directory. So those ones specifically, the only way that they can be in that directory is if they have the trainings that they need for that. Right. Okay. So those are three good places to look. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's super helpful. I didn't know any of that. So thanks, Sarah. You're so welcome. When it comes to couples work, it's important that we, like Heather had mentioned, her and her husband, you know, would check in with someone Mm-hmm. Or just just like we have an issue with this kind of communication or not like, yeah. oh, my God, we're going to break up. It's yeah, it's we want to we, we don't want to have this conflict anymore. Mm-hmm. How can you help us with this certain situation? It was more like a give us some tools. You know? Justin and I did the same thing. Actually, yeah. before we were married, we sought out some counseling and 
but it's always important sometimes to be Mm -hmm. proactive rather than reactive Mm -hmm. because again, and I've mentioned in previous mini-sodes, there's a lot of wait lists right now. Mm. And so if you're just noticing that you you do want to touch up on some things or just connect, Justin and I joke about it, but it's like, okay, you know, every, you know, six (laughs) days a week. Yeah, it's like, it's a date (laughs) night and we get, and then it's like, we, we didn't realize that it was like that check engine light went off. Mm-hmm. We started to talk about things and it's like, oh, okay, like this makes sense. How can we move forward? So establishing someone um, that you can kind of keep in your pocket, see them as needed. Some therapists, you know, do offer that very regimented, mm-hmm. um, you know, bi-weekly or, you know, once a month or whatever it is. But this is a great starting point. Um, mm-hmm. And reach out to us if you have questions in regards to finding a couples therapist. Yeah. And also keep in mind that my Cleveland-based therapy practice, Purposeful Growth and Wellness, um, I do specialize in couples work. There you go. I I had to put the plug in there. Of course, of course. Good for you. Businesswoman. Yes. (laughs) No, and honestly, again, full transparency and then we're going to go, but um, I've actually had the privilege of interviewing some of or surveying some of Sarah's clients and I can't share the details, but let me just say you couldn't find a warmer, more empathetic therapist. So, well, thank you. (laughs) She's the best. Okay. Well, thanks everyone. Thanks, Sarah. In our next episode, we're going to break down the details of family therapy, which I'm really interested in Mm -hmm. and what that exactly means and what to expect from it. So thanks for listening, everyone. See you next week. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I offer you some feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing business bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. Welcome to the Bravery Academy. My name is Emma Ferris and I'm your host. This podcast is crafted to share the stories of courageous individuals who've overcome adversity and found the courage to live their best lives. We'll explore the science of well-being, courage and connection and interview top thought leaders, game changers and survivors. It is from these stories that we learn what resilience is, how to heal, how to recover and how to be brave.